All right. It's been over a month now that the war on Tigray started. I haven't done any episodes this entire time because I've shifted off this anonymous podcast onto video platform because I just can't keep my voice silent anymore and I can't keep my face silent anymore when it comes to the destruction of Tigray. Um, I feel ashamed that I didn't do this earlier with the Oromo cause, but as you know, anybody who's listened to this podcast will realise my political analysis started um, being vocalised when Hachalu Hundessa was killed in June 2020. Um, the war, what can I say? On the 4th of November 2020, Abiy Ahmed declared war against the Tigray regional state. His justification was that the Northern Command had been infiltrated by the Tigrayan um, defence forces without any actual evidence. There was a full phone and electric, electric, electrical blockout um, in the region. So it's now been over a month and the majority of Tigrayan diaspora have not been able to speak to their families. It has evolved into one of the biggest crimes against humanity since that day. Um, it's been, like I said, over a month of no phone and no electricity in the region, not to mention the ceasing of bank accounts, um, the ceasing of banking, sorry, that is in the Tigrayan region, but also in Addis Ababa itself. Uh, this is now officially a targeted, a Tigrayan ethnic targeted war. Um, on the 4th of November, it's now coming out from refugees. The 45,000 plus, there could be up to 50, maybe 60,000 refugees already in Sudan within a month um, who have reported on all fronts. The, the attacks were commenced by the Eritrean soldiers and the Amhara um, militia group known as FANO, as well as the Ethiopian Defence Force. So in a month um, since this started, Atrocious, atrocious acts against humanity have been have have been committed by these three forces. Within the first week, there was a report of a massacre in a town or village called Makadra. The Makadra massacre was linked automatic was was um, nearly to the day reported to Amnesty International, and it was it was reported as an ethnic based attack on Amhara um, farmers in the region. This is since being disputed by the majority of Tigrayan refugees who have come out of the Makadra region, who did manage to escape. The massacre is known to have been committed by the Ethiopian Defence Force themselves or the Fano militia in the Amhara state. Um, the absolute disgusting report by Amnesty International would have been headed up by two Amhara elite people. I can't remember one of their names, but Daniel Bakela is, is one of them. And he is the head of the um, Human Rights Commission, Ethiopian Human Rights Commission, also known as an Amhara elite, also known to have political ties with Abiy Ahmed and the Prosperity Party. Uh, they, I call the Neo-Derg Party. They are a, a revised version of the Derg regime. It's the return of many, many, many Amhara soldiers that used to be part of the Derg um, that had left and fled um, due to fear of being prosecuted for war crimes during the Red Terror of the Derg in the early 
1990s, late 1980s. Um, they were they were returned and allowed to return back to the country without any retribution for their crimes, thanks to Abiy Ahmed. Uh, their their regime has headed up the Prosperity Party, and it is now quite obvious that the neo derg um, and the Prosperity Party are working together to exterminate all Tigrayans right around the country. The Eritrean army has been part of this offensive into the Tigray region now for over the whole month period. They're continuing to loot, burn, destroy and bomb civilian um, settlements as well as, you know, uh, as well as infrastructure, as well as infrastructure. So within the first week, the Ethiopian National Defence Force bombed the Takeza Dam. The Takeza Dam was the only source of power to the region. Um, they had the Tigrayan officials had diverted, had successfully diverted the power to the region, so they had power for at least a week during this offensive. But um, then that was followed up by a bomb by the by the Ethiopian Defence Force. The Ethiopian Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed has said that this is a law, a law enforcement mission, basically because the TPLF have gone against his direct, um, blatant falsification of the constitution and run their elections. They have refused to consolidate into the Prosperity Party powers, as has seen in the other states and the other regions. So each of the other states and regions were all autonomous um, political parties, some members of the former EPRDF. The TPLF are the last remaining members of the EPRDF, as Abiy Ahmed had decided that any political um, opposition that would not submit to his uh, consolidation into the Prosperity Party would be jailed and therefore considered a fugitive within the country. So that is how Abiy Ahmed is claiming that the TPLF have actually um, been considered um, a law enforcement, uh, a, 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 what does he call them, a junta or junta, I don't know what the word is, he calls them terrorists, he calls them everything, the propaganda that you see through this this ridiculous war, has civil war and international civil war has been absolutely atrocious, if not anything, if not as bad as Hitler or more. Um, the people of Tigrayan heritage throughout Ethiopia, the rest of the country, especially in Addis Ababa, have been victimised, have been terrorised, have been fired from their positions in the National Defence Force, fired from their positions in Ethiopia Telecom, in, in Ethiopian Airways. Uh, Tigrayans of... Um, Tigrayans of... What is it? An international background have been... Um, withheld in in the airport and told not that they were not allowed to leave or travel on Ethiopian Airlines. This is an absolute ethnic cleansing mission. The Ethiopian government is committing so many acts of treason towards its own countrymen. Not only that is it committing huge, huge humanitarian rights abuses right throughout the country. Women have been, it has been reported that women are, women and children are getting raped by these Fano militia and the Ethiopian Defence Force as well as the Eritrean soldiers. Um, not only that, they has, there has been reports that they have been declaring their HIV status before raping these women so that the women are then no longer able to reproduce or they will carry on that disease into their, their future if they do survive this war. With a complete um, blockout of 
electricity and phone lines, that includes media. So the media has been restricted in the area. The Tigrayan um, officials have been able to get some access out to the out Western world and out to the rest of the world to tell, what, tell them what's going on. Uh, this is very few and far between. As Ab Abiy Ahmed is claiming that each region that he steps into, he's liberating from the TPLF. You will see my, um, my analysis of the election in one of the other earlier podcasts. But the TPLF was a legally, um, a legally bound, is legally bound to the people of Tigray. They were voted in and elected, regardless of it being in the election cycle of um, the national election, which was held off for, abs for, for this reason and this reason in particular that Abiy Ahmed was trying to get more support. So he has, he obviously is the, of the belief that the entire country hates the TPLF and the Tigrayan people and he has held off the election and continued to basically wipe them off the planet of the, tried to wipe them off the planet of the earth with his violent terrorist tactics and his dictatorial imperial um, reasonings. He has consolidated the power he has he has not allowed the rest of the the country to actually vote him in vote his political party in and this is obviously a a ploy to continue on that because he believes that the 20 million um amhara will will continue on trying to wipe out and exterminate the people of tigray if this may be the case and i'm starting to see a lot of hate that i didn't think really could exist in the hearts of humans it's absolutely disgusting the vile cruel abhorrent wording and threats that come out of the diaspora of Amhara ethnic background towards the Tigrayan people for standing up for their rights. They voted in the TPLF. The TPLF have impunity. 100% they are a democratically elected, officially elected party to represent the people of Tigray. 2.7 million people came out to vote. There was no forced voting. There is no mandatory voting in Tigray. That is how strongly the people of Tigray felt that they needed to be protected by this, this illegal takeover of their state from Abiy Ahmed and his prosperity party. They learnt from the lessons of the Oromo people who had already been absolutely smashed because they stood up to Abiy Ahmed and they, without the actual official um, not official, but without without the military um, equipment to be able to out, outdo Abiy Ahmed and the Ethiopian National Defence Force, they have now had to subdue and go into hiding until they can come up with a strategy to also attack this disgusting, horrible, absolutely vile um, cult of political leaders. The, the Oromo cause is, is the trigger for this war and the Tigrayan people learnt, like I said, from, from their issues. It's not just them, the southern states, the Wallachian people, they all also tried to resist this takeover. Same with the Somalian regional government. Every single one of these governments tried to, tried to resist the takeover of the Prosperity Party. If they refused, a caretaker was put in place on their behalf. Their political leaders were imprisoned. They are imprisoned still. Or, unknown, or in unknown whereabouts. The, the wording of junta or junta towards the TPLF really can and only will be um, described as what Abiy Ahmed is and his, and his players around him. They are neo-derg, like I've already mentioned, and they are trying to reinstate imperialism with a slash of communism into the country. And that is an absolute disgrace to a country that was nearly fully democratised. 
People often criticise, have been criticising the TPLF for 27 years. I have argued and I will continue to argue that those, those labelling the TPLF refuse to look at their own, into their own backyard and to see exactly where it is that the issues started of, started from. Um, ESAT, FANA, Walter TV, many other Ethiopian national TV branches have continued on with this propaganda of TPLF, 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 without any, without any, and I repeat, any evidence to suggest that the TPLF is the only person, the only political party that um, contributed to any human rights violations in the last 27 to 30 years. The TPLF were a member of the EPRDF. Yes, members of the TPLF held higher positions in power. That does not mean that the TPLF are the people who committed these human rights violations. Quite often, Melissa now, we would send troops in to investigate what had happened in the regions and they would find out that the region's own militia or own police force are the, are the perpetrators of the crimes against humanity. This requires thorough, thorough investigation and the name of the TPLF to be cleared or at least the blame to be shared upon the entire EPRDF instead of the continuation of just labelling the Tigrayan people as terrorists. This is an act of racial discrimination and an act that is leading to genocide. This war and civil war against the TPLF is not against the TPLF, it is against the people of Tigrayan heritage and background. I will continue to speak up on this and do historical um, analysis and, and reviews in the future, but I cannot, I cannot ex express enough hurt and pain and sadness when I see this war happening. Again, I said I'm ashamed I never spoke up on the Oromo cause earlier and, and fully tried to understand what was happening in their region, but I can 100% see that this war against the TPLF is a continued, and a continued battle that the Oromo people have been now facing for two years. Um, they elected in Abiy Ahmed thinking that he was going to do the best for their people. He was a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah, he was a wolf in sheep's clothing. He came in, he destroyed people under the banner of being an Oromo himself. I think we have to clearly state that this main, that this is something that also needs to be investigated. Abiy Ahmed's paternity re requires a test. He requires a DNA Require, they require full DNA sampling of his um, alleged father who was unfortunately passed away since he came, since Abiy Ahmed came to power. His body should be resurrected and he should be put through the proper um, legal paternity test to actually check if this man is his father. If they can't get the residue from that body, they are his brothers and sisters that he should be able to, to DNA test with. This is an absolute disgrace to the Oromo people that he has continued to be labelled as an Oromo um, because it suggests that the Oromo people are, are inhumane, are cruel and, um, and are, what's the word? are out to kill their own people and that is just not true again. Abiy Ahmed is a terrorist, he is a dictator, he is got his dreams of his imperial rule and he must be stopped as, alongside the murderous, torturous, venomous actor Isaias Afawerki of Eritrea. Enough is enough. The world needs to stand up. The European Union needs to step in. The UN needs to step in. America are just an absolute buttfuck at the moment 
and their stupid pathetic system needs to be revised once this once this idiot stops counting fucking votes um, and this idiot Joe Biden doesn't actually stand up and say something he as as the ele- as the you know almost elected president of America I cannot understand why he has not mentioned one thing on this war he unfortunately people look at America to save them um, Joe Biden you're already failing the people of Tigray you should be saying something I know you're not the president yet but you can still make a stand and say and promise that you will defend this human rights violation but you're not you're silent you are still silent in this entire thing I'm sick and tired of the Western world thinking of Tigray as a poor or as Africa as a poor place look Africa is riddled with dictators. Ethiopia was one of the only countries on the on on the on the way to becoming a completely um, democratic system once every single person in that country had had fair education and their agriculture was under control. You just need to know a little bit about Marxism to know that it wasn't the evil version that that Melissanawi was was um, following. He understood the philosophy of Marx, which is later on in his life, not the communist. You know red book whatever um yeah this is just anybody with half a brain and that has studied history and revolutions will understand where Mellis was going and why it hadn't gotten to that full democratic um vision yet Abiy Ahmed has tried to push something that he has absolutely no understanding of he is an he is a half-brained twit that has no political nuance he just knows how to terrorize dictate and screw the lives of the people he is supposed to represent. The Western world should be ashamed of themselves that they have let this go on for a month. Pushing the African Union to to carry on with dialogue is just an absolute disgusting, disgusting stance because the African Union has ignored the people of Tigray. The African Union are biting off the hands that fed them. The Tigrayan people and Melissanawi himself is the mother of the African Union, the modern African Union. Colonel Gaddafi was killed. He is the father of the modern African Union. What do they want? Cyril Rambosa, the president of of, um, South Africa, you have a lot to answer for, sir. Not only in your own country do you commit xenophobic attacks against the, the East African people, you are now allowing this to happen within their own country. You are the head of the African Union. You are the person who is supposed to be pushing dialogue. Instead, it's us mere diaspora constantly pushing for dialogue to happen to stop this war against the people of Tigray. So Rambosa, you have a lot to answer for. And on that, I'm going to end this podcast because I just cannot handle this war anymore. I will continue to fight. I will continue to speak the truth. Podcast, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I will continue this war. I will continue on with this war following it reporting on it and and advocating for the people of Tigray and as well all the other ethnic groups that are com- constantly downgraded by this disgusting human being Abiy Ahmed and Isaias Afrawerki.